Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. All right, guys, we uh, we promised it. We're here to celebrate that. Uh... Fuck it, guys. Barco signed. It's not under ten million, but it's there. And as the attorney, I'm going with it. We we promised you a drunk podcast. You're getting a drunk podcast. Right now, we got TJ and, I, and myself. You know me, Alex Lopez. Like I said, we've been drinking already, so this is going to be real, real bad, really poorly professional. It's a party tonight, so we're sorry. You know, unedited, stream of conscious bullshit. Uh, we're hoping to have some guests pop in. Jacob will be here in a second. We're having audio issues, but we're celebrating tonight, guys. Alexander Barkov is a Florida Panther for the next nine seasons, including this one coming up. My son, Tommy, will be nine when this contract ends. His favorite player, mandatory, is locked in for nine more years. It's a great fucking day to be a Panthers fan. TJ, how you feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Feeling like nine more years of our franchise player are locked in. And you know what? I think in the ninth year, he's going to be a really effective player. So this is going to be, this is golden. This is just freaking awesome. This yeah. is, this is, you know, as Panthers fans for a long time, we've not only been frustrated by the fact that there's been a lack of success on the ice. Obviously that's a huge frustration for us, but there's also that lingering feeling that if things go the wrong direction for long enough, that the team might not remain in Florida. And I have, a, I think that this is, this is it. The team's not leaving. Yeah. The Panthers aren't going anywhere. Vinny Viola. I mean, he's sacked up with this one. 70 million of this contract is signing bonuses or 72 million. And speaking of that, we have our first guest. Who are you caller? Uh, yeah, this is uh, George from Sunrise. First time caller, long time listener. Love the show. <laughs> yes, guys, that is here. We have Uncle George on the podcast. Uh, as you all know, him, George Richards. He was there today at the press conference. Tell us why. Why was today the day? Um, I don't know why today was the day. I mean. You know, I, I, I thought that, that, that they were going to sign something before opening night. Actually, I thought this was going to be announced on Wednesday. But, um, you know, it just kind of seemed to work out this way. And it, it, it actually seemed to surprise the Panthers, you know, marketing staff, because you couldn't 
they couldn't have the press conference kind of thing the way they wanted it. It turned out really nice. They had it at the, at the Eaton hotel and uh, right across the street from holiday park. But that's only because the arena had a Harry Styles concert. So <laughs> nobody from the Panthers was allowed in that arena unless they had a ticket. Um, and the ice den had a tournament. So, they had to like really kind of hustle to find a place to have this press conference. So, um, you know, I, you know, it, it, it just kind of worked out that way. I, I don't think there was any timing of it whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it did look like a cool event. You had the, uh, the ocean behind you, which is very, yeah, South they made Florida. the most of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they for sure did. Yeah. I mean, all we got to do is stop the guy with the weed whacker in the background and we're in a perfect press conference. That was not a weed whacker. You know what that was? A fan? No. That was, I'm not going to name the uh, TV outlet, um, but that was a drone. <laughs> Why would there be a drone? So, so, because I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're doing some kind of... Uh, I'll just call it inside the Panthers. You can go from there. Um, I'm sure that'll be a, a 30 minute show <laughs> that they show 500 times in the next two months that, you know, has drone coverage of, of the press Barkov and Bill Zito sitting in a chair. So yeah, make, 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 make your own conclusions. I actually Thanks, saw Sally. somebody on Twitter say, one of the best things Bill Zito has done as GM is take several opportunities to remind people that this is a South Florida team by having the draft at the Fort Lauderdale Yacht Club and having this event in Fort Lauderdale by the beach as well. There's probably some other examples I'm not thinking of, but sure. that's well, something moving that they the could practice say. arena towards the beach. Going from yeah, and you know what? Bill Zito had his, listen, Bill Zito had as much to do with any of that as I did. Um, that's <laughs> that's the marketing team. Dude, Bill Zito lives in plantation. He's not, you know, I mean, you know, Bill Zito, myself, and like two other players live on the west side of, of I-95. The rest of the team lives on the east side. This is completely Florida Panther marketing, um, doing everything on the east side. And, and honestly, if, if this was if this happened on Tuesday, it would have been at the arena. So, I mean, you know, the, the team is definitely marketing the east side of town. Um, there's no doubt about that. But but I, honestly, that, that has nothing to do with Bill Zito. They said, hey, Bill, we're going to do this at a hotel off US 1. All right, I'll be there. I'll, I'll meet you there, you know. So. Don't have yeah. to ask me twice. Not that, not, that he, not that he's not selling that. I mean. He loves selling that, but you know what he told me today, and I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to have a, you know, kind of a, I, I got Bill and I've got I got Sasha on the side, and that this story will run Sunday, but you know we always talk about the beach, and and somebody asked, you know, one of the TV people asked Sasha, how could you leave this, and Sasha's response was, well, I like the snow too, <laughs> yeah. And, I and think, we all kind of like, yeah, 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 of course you love, but you love the palm trees, you love the beach. And Bill Zito just, you know, he was he was talking with me today and he said, Sasha Barkov didn't sign here because of this. If he wants to, he can retire here. I mean, he's got all the money in the world. He can retire in Florida if he wants to. 
he stayed because he wants to play for the Panthers. It wasn't because he likes wearing flip-flops. It wasn't because he likes, you know, swimming. It's because he wants to win and he wants to do it here. So um, take that for what it's worth. What is this, a crossover episode? Because for the first time, I'm pretty sure we've got both both George and David Dwork of WPLG Local 10 and the Chirping the Cat podcast with us at the I same go, time. David. I got to run. I got to run. <laughs> oh, that was short-lived. Hi, George. Bye, George. Hi, David. How are you, bud? Hi, buddy. Uh, like you I guys said- met, right? You know each other. Yeah, good. We yeah, met. good, good. <laughs> I met David uh, the other day, I think. First time? First time, yeah. First time. He's, he seemed First like time, long time. Boy. You missed that joke already, Dork. Yeah, I already, yeah, yeah, David. I already used that one. <laughs> I apologize. I'm a little late to the party. I'm sorry. Yes, but you're already a few drinks in, right, David? I cannot confirm or deny if I've had any drinks tonight. Well, I can. Or how many that might be. I can confirm. boy. What about you, George? You, uh, you having fun on a Friday night? Nah, I've just been working, man, you know. I'm just, I'm a little, I'm a little loopy from the, from the early morning. I, I had a 6 a.m. wake up call um, in Tampa and drove straight down with a, uh, you know, a left. It doesn't feel like the same I, day, I a, right? I, I have a bad tire on my car. So I was stressed out the whole way down that the car was just going to, you know, veer off to the left, but <laughs> uh, everything worked. Oh. George, I wanted to give you a hug this morning to just like, George comes into the, the media area at the ice den, and I'm just like, George, how was the trip down? And he just looked at me, and he's like, fine. It was great. <laughs> it, wow. was, it was awful. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was on the road by 6.30, and it, yeah, it just sucked. But anyway, anyway. Did they even but give the you a heads up now. last night, or it was, hey, 6 in the morning as you're driving, get to, get to this place for a press conference at 1.30? Um, I, no, I, you know, I, I don't want, no, I, it is what it is. So everything's, yeah, no, no, it was good. It was good to be back this morning. No, it was all good. This was a, a lot better emergency press conference than the, uh, the original Luongo trade, right, George? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That, now that was a good one. The, the one in Vancouver in what, 2006? Yep, right at the draft. First, yeah. Is that the one where you had to run we, across we town? Gordon, we and Steve Gordon couldn't get a car. And we had to we were sprint, <laughs> sprinting up the street, like, you know, and, and, you know, hilly. It was like San Francisco, but just going straight uphill to the Panthers Hotel. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And it was like 1030 Miami time. But that was back in the good old days of the newspapers where we actually had like midnight deadlines. So we at least had an hour and a half in this day and age, you know, it, 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 it may have made online, maybe. <laughs> All right. Before we let you go, George. Go. Oh, yeah, yeah, go. Rank so these, talk, let's talk what's going on. What's rank going on? these three days in, in terms of the best days in Panther history. We've got today. We've got yeah. 1996 Game 7 Eastern Conference Finals, and we got the day they traded for Luongo and Jokinen. Um, you you got to go with uh, 96 Eastern Conference Finals against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh um, because that was just unbelievable. I mean, that nobody could imagine that, especially when they went to Pittsburgh down 3-2, correct? 
Absolutely. I'm with you. On yeah. That I think it was, the I think it was two, two, one, one, one by then. So they won game six, game six was at home. Game in, seven was Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Well, regardless, they were down three, two in the series. Uh, yeah. And nobody thought that they were going to get past the Bruins in the first round. And this is a third year expansion team. So yeah, that stuff's, that stuff's pretty good. Um, you know, getting Ole Jokinen, who nobody really knew, Roberto Luongo, who was, you know, it turned out to be great, but I don't think anybody really knew, you know, how, how good that was going to turn out, um, especially on the Ole side of it. Um, so I'll rank today with Sasha Barkov signing that monster deal. I'll rank that number two um, in that, in that deal, even though, you know, just because people know who Sasha Barkov is. And that's another thing I asked Bill Zito. I was like, listen, you know, you sign a guy like Sasha Barkov, a guy in his prime, he's 26, 27 years old, whatever it is. He's just now scratching the surface and you just now signed him for an eight year deal. What that means for this franchise is not only do you build around him on the ice, but you build around him off the ice, you know, kids, can buy the, the the number 16 Barkov jersey and not ha really have to worry that next year he's going to be signing with Colorado or something. And um, I, I think, I think that's huge. Yeah. I mean, I was saying it right before you joined us, my son's eight months old and his, what's going to be his favorite player is going to be a Panther until he's nine. That's, you know, basically my version of um, John Van Beesbrook. Like that's huge for the organization. And it was a huge step up. And it's a big deal. Um, and I just want to, you know, make sure everyone's knowing because George, you've been putting out a ton of content and David's been putting out content too. make sure you're subscribed to Florida hockey now for all of this information regarding, you know, Barkov signing and how big of a day this is for the organization. Um, it's just awesome right now. And uh, if you're not subscribed to Florida hockey now, now is the perfect time because I think George, you've pumped out like 10 articles in the past week between preseason and all the Barkov stuff. Yeah. You got to help them afford the <laughs> arena fun. naming rights. <laughs> FLA hockey now. Arena. <laughs> yeah. Though, though I think David might want to call chirping the cats arena or chirping the cat center. I'm just taking the Lexus lounge. Yeah. That's it. Chirping the cats lounge is all I need. There we go. Yeah. I thought we already discussed this. It's, it's the Florida hockey now center with the chirping the cats lounge on the, uh, on the Panther Puri rink. Okay. Hey, look, I'll take it. Me. David, we got to, hey, we got to get you. If we had a couple bucks between us, we could probably get that done. Hey, back in the Yormark days, they were selling everything for like five bucks. So you could have, it really could have been. Well, we could have sponsored a couple sections for ourselves. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, my, my favorite story of those areas, the Bruce Ordmeyer, Harley Davidson power play for my entire life. I thought it was the Bruce Ordmeyer, Harley Davidson. Like that was the name of the Harley Davidson. And then I found out that those were two different companies. <laughs> Dark days are behind. Wait, wait, wait. What? No, no, no. I'll replay that. What happened? Yeah, Bruce Ordmeyer, Harley Davidson. That wasn't the name of a Harley Davidson place. That was two different companies. Yormark double sold the power play naming rights to to, to Bruce Rossmeyer, Harley Davidson. That was an actual dealership. No, I was told those were two different companies. No, 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 no. That was the guy's name. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So it was what oh, I thought. Fact check. Come on. That, that dealer. That, that, Come on. 
That's the Harley dealership that's over by the <laughs> Now that was the guy's name, Bruce Rossmeyer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm like free pr- for PR yeah. for Bruce Rossmeyer today. He's got to pass next time to mention his name. We're not going to four scotches in already, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> with us but that was actually the best sponsor they ever had for something at the at the panthers was that because you had the bruce rosmeyer power play kind of fun anywho regardless we were talking about that the other day that you know they need to get a sponsor for the power how do you not anyway how do you not sell a sponsor for the power play hey but the the harley dealership was pretty good (laughs) I mean, are, are you sure they're not going to sell to Applebee's and play that damn song? What, dude, why would Applebee's pay a dollar for anything? They already paid for that song that's being played all over the place. Why would they pay for anything anyway? It's so awful. Did Applebee's song. pay for that song or did the dude just drop Applebee's name in his song? That would be the day. Yeah, yeah. I, no I think that David is right. I think about. that's what happens. It's the David. one from the commercial. Yeah, with, the, with yeah. all the yeah. TikToks or whatever. Sure. No idea. Yeah, what you're talking about. Too much free publicity for Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's, you have to pay us to get this publicity. Applebee's has to pay us. Right. Look. On that, that George, we should make a YouTube video for the infield. PTPHockey at gmail.com for my routing number. Okay, Bruce and Applebee's. CF3234 on Cash App. To be sold to Applebee's. That's why it's an Applebee's commercial. I mean, yeah, I know the song's like two, three years old, but the guy wrote the song knowing that, you know what? One of these days, Applebee's going to pay me for this song, and that's exactly what they did. Well, I think that's the same story for that song, Holiday Inn, but I think it was Chingy. I think that's Pitbull. No, that was yeah, not Pitbull. I keep talking yeah. about the Florida Panthers on every podcast, and they still haven't like paid me for some advertising, <laughs> so I'm hoping that... Comes through eventually. Well, it's now Florida Hockey Now, sponsored by me. <laughs> so. All right. There we go. Keep getting them checks, George. Bring it in, baby. I, I, I momentarily want to bring it back to hockey, which I Why? know we're not talking about. We're here about to talk about so the market. Why would you want to talk about hockey? So David joined us first. <laughs> so I think in fairness, we should have him opine Man, on – how great this deal is for the Florida Panthers organization. And then Jake, you joined us after David. So you'll get your say, David, take it away. What am I doing? I thought I was just, I'm just enjoying being here and listening. Just, just say how great it is that the Panthers extended a bark off. <laughs> there you go. That's all Jake, you need. <laughs> Duh. My turn. Duh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> Jake's turn. No, I mean this is a day that we we all knew we were we were waiting for. We knew it was going to come. Uh, but I mean, there we're we're Panthers fans, right? I mean, there's that pit in our stomachs where we can never be too hopeful for anything. So to finally see something that we that we knew had to happen, like of course it was going to happen. This is this is a home run. There's no way this doesn't happen. We've seen so many of those decisions get pulled away from us and had the rug just pulled right out from under us for something to finally land just feels so good. Oh yeah. I mean, this lately, like, I mean, honestly, I'm just going to jump in lately. What, what, what has been pulled? I mean, you know, are we going back to the Jay Bowman? Yeah, no, yes. I mean, like, George, I'm, I'm talking like the last decade. I'm not talking like the last five years or the last four, three or four years. I'm, I'm talking like 
recent-ish history, but still going back a little bit. Yeah, no, no, I no, I know. And, We're and not allowed to be too that was a different. As a fan that was a different. That was a different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was different ownership, different people, different right. management, but still, like life as a Panthers fan has been tough, and it's. You know, even even leading up to yesterday, if you went on Twitter, there were, you know, fans in New York and Boston and Detroit saying like, oh, can't wait till Barkov's a free agent. I mean, I literally in a fantasy draft last night was getting shit talked by a friend of mine. And when I drafted Lundell in the last round, he's like, oh, that's a great future first line center when Barkov signs with the Rangers next year. And 12 hours later, I get my retribution. Listen, if if the Panthers... If the Panthers had thought that there was any, I mean, you're talking about Bill Zito here, right? Yeah. And, and we've talked that we talked about this a month ago. If Bill Zito thought there was any chance Sasha Barkov was going to leave, he already would have been traded because the 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 haul that he would have been able to get <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been Sasha Barkov worthy, but. If you thought he was leaving, you would have made the trade already. I mean, you don't go into this season with him as a pending free agent thinking that he might leave. So this was never in doubt. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I well, now now he now pens been to paper. I told you guys this was never in doubt. Yeah. This was and never in doubt. George, he throughout this whole process, we could yeah. always fall back on the words that you have been saying to us over the summer. So thank you for that. This I, I'm I, I'm just saying everybody was wringing their hands. Oh, what's going? It was never in doubt. It was never going to happen. They were talking about. They were. T- you know what the holdup was? I'm curious. The signing bonus stuff makes sense. Barkov's agent did a heck of a job. Yeah. Todd Diamond did a heck of. This is an absolutely buyout proof, lockout proof. Yeah. Panthers moving to San Antonio proof contract. He's getting paid every year on July 1st. He's getting at least $9 million. Yeah. Yeah, And and, I mean, it's literally the maximum amount that they could put as the signing bonus, as the signing bonus. And I mean, that that was the holdup. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can call that the win for Barkov, but. The AAV is absolutely a win for the organization. $10 million a year for a top 10 player in the NHL. That's insane value. Like it's, I think it was, what, the 10th or 11th most expensive contract in the NHL, and you bought out nothing but free agent years? Like That's a yeah. huge win for the Panthers. Well, it's going to be very yeah, interesting. Barky, on the free, on the free agent market, Barkey would have got 12 and a half. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, he would have he would have broke he would have broke uh he would have come in just under McDavid's twelve and a half, or just over. So when you look at the free agent group that's coming out after this season that Barkov would have been a part of, he would have gotten so much money thrown yeah. at him. Oh. He wanted to be here, like you know, just to kind of carry on with what George was saying. Barkov wanted to be here, and Zito's you know, there's no way Zito was going to let him go. I I think that once they agreed on the the number, as George said, it was just a matter of figuring out how much money they were going to give Barkov up front, which is what drew things out because Barkov could have gotten a lot more if he waited oh, for he sure. wanted to be here yeah Boston and, 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 let's, and let's not kid ourselves guys 10 million dollars is nothing to sneeze at I mean it <laughs> is 10 million over you know 10 million per for eight years that's still the biggest contract the Panthers have ever given out um but you know they could have asked for 10.1 just to say 
highest paid. You know, player. but but that's like, but I don't know if you that's guys want to talk about that. But but this is already set in motion. That's the ceiling now. <laughs> right, ten million dollars is Florida Panther ceiling. Nobody's going to make more than that. Um, Looking at you, Hubie. Yeah, that's what, yeah. You know, if if, if Hugh Huberto says, "Oh, I'm worth 12, well, the Panthers, I don't think, are going to give him twelve. Yeah, Barco's already recruiting Hubie on uh, Instagram. I don't know if you guys saw that. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't. But I think I think Huberto stays here. I don't know if he gets seven or you know anything. Not Huberto will get ten point one. That, that's going to be interesting because Barkov at twenty seven, and like with all due respect to Huberto, who is a great player, probably top twenty five in the NHL. Like Alex said, Barkov is top ten in the NHL, and he's twenty seven, and that does make a difference. And I also wanted to say he would probably be making about the same amount of money if he was, if Barkov was getting a $12 million contract in a Boston or a New York, or especially in the Canadian market, he's going to be saving a lot of money because he can get that signing bonus completely under Florida taxes, which is no state tax, only U S federal income tax. So he's going to be saving a if lot of money that way. in Toronto or Montreal or one of those markets. He'd get, be getting more money on uh, endorsements, sponsorships. Yeah. Endorse. Thank you. It didn't come up with the word, but yeah, I mean, that money would, he'd be able to make it up elsewhere. I think, totally. uh, I think it's just a matter of the bark being the guy that he is, that he's been here forever. He's a loyal guy. He's a good dude. As long as the Panthers did right by him, he, he wasn't going to screw over the Panthers. And I mean, look at what they're building. When he started here, the team was pretty trash. Nick Bukestad was and the leading point scorer with like contender. 40 points or 36 something. points. No, not even 36. <laughs> it was under 40 points. No, I mean, Barkov said it today. He thanked Vinny Viola for building and investing in what they've put That's together. Awesome. He sees the writing on the wall. And Huberto should too, to that point. You know, well, where's but- Huberto going to go that he's going to have a better I mean- chance to play and to compete for a cup? Where he's already with guys that he loves. He's been established here for years. He's got a home. He's got a life here. You know, it, it just, it makes right. sense. I think with, and, you know, to Bill Zito, he's not going to lowball Huberto either. I mean, you know, they, they've got a relationship to yeah. this point. Shout out Bill Zito. He, he changed things so quickly because last year, B. Zito, it JR, didn't look like come this. On the pod. <laughs> I, I yes. asked, I asked, I asked Sasha this um, today. I was like, listen, maybe not, you know, in the last year, but, was there ever a time where you thought, you know, maybe I should get out of here? And it took him a minute. It took him a minute or two. And he kind of just, he says, no, I always kind of, I always wanted to be here. But there were times, I'm sure there were times where he's like, man, this place, it's just not getting done here. And I do think that Bill came in and kind of changed things around yeah. so quickly. <laughs> and Bill said it um, during his press conference. Bill was like, when, when he was, you know, applying, for, you know, interviewing for the job, they were like, we've got to make this a culture where Barkov doesn't want to leave because we can't afford to lose him. And, uh, you know, I think they've done that. I think Barkov has been impressed by the moves that the Panthers have made. Um, you know, last year, re-signing those guys, trading for, you know, Sam Reinhart this year. Um everybody in this organization really does seem happy. And, um, you know, we talked about, you know, Dadnov and, and Hoffman being let go last year. That wasn't because the Panthers didn't have the money to re-sign those guys. They did. 
They just chose not to. Um, they went for value. The value paid off. Mm-hmm. And then they rewarded those guys. And that that goodwill spreads throughout the organization. And I really think that that's why Barkov's like, yeah, we're, we're moving ahead because it's not same old, you know, where – you know, guys are leaving because they don't want to be here or, or they're overpaid because that's what you do. Um, it seems like there's been some really, really smart moves made here over the last couple of years. Look no further than the fact that Hoffman and Dadnov are both on different teams than the teams they signed for last offseason as proof that Bill Zito made the right move by not signing them to the contracts that those yeah, teams. Yeah, and meanwhile, yeah, I wasn't, players, you know, I wasn't still surprised, but but not at the money he signed with in Ottawa. And Ottawa had a lot of money to burn. Yes. But I thought Dadnov was going to come back. I did not think that Hoffy was coming back. But anyway, yeah, it's it's all good things for the Panthers right now. You, right now, Zito's just taking nothing but wins, and it's it's pretty impressive. I mean. What's the biggest L? Mm-hmm. Is there even an L? I, like, if you really want to stretch, the I mean, they're they're minor. They're minor. Yeah, Hinnestroza, million dollars. Bill basically let go to Chicago for nothing just to do the guy a solid right. because Vinny came here under yeah. the impression that he was going to get playing time that he didn't end up getting, and Zito, being the good guy, the stoic GM that he is, flipped him over to his buddy in in uh, Chicago for basically nothing, so Vinny could go there and play it and succeed and he's had a good and he had yep. a good year and he got another deal this year which and it just kind of goes to show how, that yeah yeah mm-hmm. like, to, to david's point you know how far that goes with players that that hey it didn't work out here and he sent henestroza back home henestroza's from yes, chicago he sent him home for nothing that was that that showed players that guys it didn't work out here but uh you know we're not gonna wave the guy and make him go somewhere he doesn't want to go i'm gonna send him home you know for for uh you know for nothing that that i think that goes that goes a long way with players too i i'm not i'm not sure that that had anything to do with the barkoff thing but i do think in the locker room that was noticed it just shows the emotional intelligence that he has which is a key part of being a gm it's not just being able to tell which players have value on the ice and which ones might be overvalued by the other general managers in the league. It's also that emotional intelligence, being able to manage this roster of adult men who, you know, that can be difficult. Like previous people who have been in charge of the Panthers hockey operations have struggled with that and it's had consequences. And Zito has, it's been the opposite of that his management of people, his ability to keep everybody happy has had a direct impact on the success. Let's of the not Bill Zito is a former agent. Yeah. He's got a couple former agents in his employ as part of the brain trust. Um, this is a very player friendly organization now. Um, not to say it wasn't before, but, but, but maybe it wasn't before, maybe before there was like a, and F that guy, he's not doing the job and that kind of thing where I think where, where now, listen, if, if Henestrosa wasn't working hard, if he wasn't doing the thing, yeah, maybe they do put him on waivers, but he was, he was doing everything they asked. It just didn't work out here. So they sent him back to, to Chicago. Um, 
again, that's the kind of things that gets noticed here. Players know you can't fake stuff with players, right? You can't, if somebody on the team is not working out and they're, they're getting, you know, and, and they're still playing them just because of their contract guys notice that. And um, I think here it's like best guys going to play um, guys that work and it, we just don't have room for you. We're going to find a place for you. I, I honestly think that the, the guys have noticed that instead of the old school, ah, you just suck. And you know, or, you know, you're, you're out of here kind of thing. It's a, it's a 2021 mentality and it's great. And I got to point out the synchronicity between our two guests right now at this party where George jumped in and, you know, because he was a senior guy got to take the lead, but Dwork was literally, David was in the process of saying, you know, you got to know Zito's background as an agent. So (laughs) no, it was just really funny that you guys were both about to make the exact same point with the exact same wording at the exact same time. But obviously here's the thing you got to know. I will always let George take the lead because I would not be doing (laughs) what I'm doing if it wasn't for George and it wasn't for reading George's work and following his work. And that kind of helped light the passion in what I'm doing. So I will always let George take the lead, but I will add one thing to what he said. And that's that Bill Zito coming from an agent background. One thing that he gets, I think better than most people give him credit for is understanding the importance of relationships. And that's just kind of getting into what George was saying about his relationship with the Chicago and Stan Bowman and just how, Bill understands to keep things on the up and up across the board and players notice notice that. And I think that's why, you know, you're seeing what you're seeing in South Florida and George, I love you. Sorry. I didn't mean to step on your toes, there, but yeah. You didn't step on my toes. That's man. the whole point Good of a drunk point. podcast. You step on toes and no one cares. Shut up. I'm talking. He's just show, no, holding just up kidding. a bottle. Yeah, of TJ at this point, TJ is like way behind me at this pour point. The glasses, just drink the bottle. I, I was just showing where the bottle is because on the video, we're going to be able to tell where it was when I started and where it is right now. And I think I'm way ahead of you. When I'm done. I am totally oh, you guys are drinking? <laughs> you guys are drinking on a Friday night podcast. George, how many times do we have you on and say if Barkov signs for 10 million or less, we're having a drunk podcast? I don't know. I don't- I don't I know if we said it back. That, that but, was the deal. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly the deal, George. I gotta. You, should, you guys should be drinking Finlandia or something. I'm honestly mad at myself that I did not stop at Total Wine and pick up something from Finland on my way home from work today. I'm upset with myself. It would have been smart. Yeah, that would have been smart. Or yeah. Russia. Did I, I mean tell you on. guys what they drink in Finland? I looked it up. It's not good. It's nasty looking. It's not- All right, so when the Panthers went and played the Black, I'm just, you know, since we're talking about, you know, stuff. we uh, The the Panthers go play the Blackhawks. This is what, 2009, 2010, something like that. Yeah. So we go to this bar. I'm with Bill Murphy, uh, you know, the Panthers goal. You you guys know Bill. Yeah. Uh, So we go to this bar. And the shot, the, 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 the shot of choice in Finland, or at least in Helsinki, they take this bottle of vodka and they stuff it with, uh, do you guys know that cough, the, the, the little cough suppressants called Fisherman's Friend? <laughs> what? They're like black liquor. Okay. <laughs> they stuff this bottle of vodka with Fisherman's Friend's cough drops. And then they duct tape 
the bottle and they put the bottle in the dishwasher so the hot so the dishwasher melts the fisherman's friends and then they ice it so anyway it becomes like this black muck of a and then they pour it and it so it, it's kind of like it looks like jägermeister but i don't think it tastes like it actually now that i'm thinking about it, it tastes like jägermeister but you didn't cough afterwards. So. Well, that's good. <laughs> but that was that was because, the you know, most when, popular thing. When I when I really want to get drunk, it's it's because I just have this terrible cough that I need to get rid of. So, dude, nobody had sinus problems. <laughs> and then we walked outside, and they had they had like these little uh, hamburger stands set up, and like uh, we called it, I called them the FEMA trailers because they were like these little. They were like these little trailers where they hooked, hooked hamburgers and french fries. Me and Bill Murphy uh, ate there every night. They were really good. I was so going to anyway, say, that sounds delicious. A pop-up hamburger stand? Oh, my gosh. It was awesome. Like, every night, we were standing in line at the FEMA trailer getting our, <laughs> getting our hamburger and french fries on. Iceland is the exact same way, but instead of hamburgers, it's hot dogs. And they're, like, the most amazing hot dogs. Yeah, Iceland hot dogs. Oh, the hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? The hot dogs were good, too. Yes, yes, yes. The hot dogs were good. This is great. Let's talk about food when everybody's drunk (laughs) on a podcast and can't get up and get food. (laughs) Uber Eats exists for a reason. Alex, are they going to bring the food into your house and into your office? (laughs) I still got to. I mean, my door is automated. I could open the door and tell them to come over here. All right, spoiler. Turn my camera off just so I can go fill up my cup again. I didn't realize this was going to be going as long as it was. So I I need a refill. Four in the morning, did work. Go get some food. (laughs) Some of us have to work tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, like like me. My kids. We don't have a morning. My kids gonna be up at like six a.m. George said, "Grind never sleeps," and he, you know what? Amen. David, right. you just went on this whole tangent about how much you love and respect George, and now he's giving you advice, and you're just throwing it back in his face. Yeah, well, I love George and respect George when it comes to journalism and hockey coverage. But I'll be damned if somebody's going to tell me how to munchie my drink drunk. I thought you weren't drinking, David. Order some food. You don't. You don't. They don't live in you know Lake Placid. You live in Davie. Get some food. <laughs> I got to text my wife, see if she can pick me up some steak and shake on the way home. There you go. That would hit the spot. All right. So now that we're in the state we're in, we all can actually reach deep down into our souls and realize the answer to the eternal question. Who's actually the best team in the Metropolitan Division this year? Because, you know, when sober, it's actually really difficult because they're all so close to each other, right? It, it, it's just such a Islanders. hodgepodge of a division. It pains me, but it's Islanders. I like, the Islanders. Islanders I like the Blue Islanders. Oh, Charge, you're a homer. There's a homer. Blue pick. Jackets. I, you know what? I do like it. I There's do like it. Pick. because in that division? Yes. <laughs> every team in that division, you can say that they're not as good as they might think that they are. And the Blue Jackets, they're so going to play hard Charles every single Islanders, game. That, divi- that team... <laughs> The Blue Jackets are horrid. The, the that's true. I mean, the Islanders are going to play hard every game, and they're also very talented. The Blue Jackets are not going to be good. Okay, I was good. Just throwing that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, no, think, I, think, I think John Tortorella is going to have that I, team playing really well. You've got Sergei Bobrovsky <laughs> and Panarin. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, Panarin. Seth Jones. Seth Jones you you know, I think that Rick Nash is, is primed to have a really big year this year. 
Rick Nash. Hey, I drafted Rick Patrick Nash doesn't play for him anymore tonight. You're crazy. But I'll tell you what, Seth Jones will be good. Yeah. He should have a yeah, bounce back. Yeah. On a line with Jake Voracek. It's <laughs> two years ago, and I, I no longer am obliged to be a Seth Jones hater. What about Pierre-Luc Dubois? How's he gonna how's he gonna do this year? You know, he's like the yeah, next up and coming defensive center. He'll be great for Columbus. Yeah, man. Can we finally admit they made a mistake by not oh. trading Bobrovsky and Panarin at the deadline? Does anyone think finally that that's admit that? not a mistake? Actually, a yes. lot of people do. No, I am one of those people. That was the year where they traded for everyone it's... and went all in to try to win, right? Right. And they yeah, won. No, I, I respect the hell out of that. Decision. You cannot ask or you cannot really understand what it means to a Blue Jackets fan to have won that first yeah. round series. And I mean, to play. us, it looks dumb because, like, oh, yeah, you got to round two. Eight teams get to round two every single year. So we don't think that that's special, but that's the first time and in their for franchise the record, history Panthers that ever happened. Down on that, if Pan- if the Panthers swept the Lightning in the first round of the playoffs, we would be celebrating like we won the fucking Man. cup. You'd still be talking about it, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. yes. Absolutely. I, I agree. I mean, that that team they went for it, and who knows? I mean, they they were right in that. You know, they were right in that series against Boston. Um, if things go their way, who knows? They're in the Eastern Conference Finals. And, and that, that sets that, you know, that city on fire. Fine. So, I'm alone on my island here. I bet, they, I bet they wish they had a center like Barkov. You know, that, that would really, that would really put Barkov's it over the top, anywhere, you know? Nine years. No, he's not. Wait, 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 hold on. I was just saying that to, like, just agree with you, but like, is that true? He's got a no movement clause for like the first seven years. The first six. First and six. They're mod- I think it might be the first six modified. years. So yeah, no. If if you're one of those nerds that cares about contract terms and that sort of thing, I'm going to write a blog post about it. That's the most haughty thing I've ever said on this podcast, but hey guys, it is what it is. real quick. Eyes Can open I- anymore? Sorry. Ray, uh, Raise your hands. Who's who's drinking right now? Jacob is everybody. Not. Everyone else is. Should I have a Cleveland Browns beer? Yes. Oh, now I'm the only one who won't, who isn't drinking. George, I thought we George, had. You're something. not drinking? No. Well, we don't know. George is not video with us, so we don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> I am not drinking right now. George is a mystery. Did you hear that? What? I just popped the top. I heard it. Oh, there we go. I there am, we go. I am so the wait, there we go. Everybody put up your glasses. We're going to toast. The, the Zoom toast. Everybody, come on. Cheers. Glasses up. Hold on. I need, I need a refill. We can see George. Actually, no. Oh, let's switch to the other. Hmm. We're there cheers. he is. We're... Cheers, George. Oh, hey, there he is. <laughs> George. Look. For those of you who are listening on the podcast feed, George has just joined us on video. It's a it's an audible audio medium, guys. To Barkov. Mm. To Barkov. To Barkov. Jake, I appreciate you imagining. Look, I have to at least drink like feel drink like I'm included that you do here. not have because Jacob, I'll drink for the two of us. Perfect. Thank you. This is Ooh, the good stuff. Ooh. I, I don't think he's joking. I think he's going to drink enough alcohol. I'm guessing that like Alex has two men, but like, like also like three and a half men. 
Yeah, this is my fourth one of the first scotch, and I'm switching to the better oh, never scotch mind. next. <laughs> that's that's damn. Not TJ's not fucking around. No, when TJ, TJ wants to, do about half full drinks. That, is that a full bottle? No, it was half full, but like TJ's not fucking around because we've only been doing this an hour. I don't think I've ever seen TJ smile this much. <laughs> so he must be a little. A oh, little see, happy David, that, that, that's what's that so whiskey. great about the last couple of months. We've like positive TJ coming to light is going to be the thing that really sets Panther Pre over the edge in terms of taking that next step of popularity. Not that I'm against positive Nobody TJ, can... but negative TJ is one of my favorite things about this podcast. May we point out that TJ tried to fire Bill Zito at the trade deadline last year? Oh, that is not true. That is not true. I have to come out. What was the problem? It was the Bennett trade. Sam Bennett thing, yeah. Oh, giving up a second? Two seconds. I don't even I don't even have to really say anything because it'll it'll play itself out. If he doesn't play well, people will come around to, oh, you know, we should have looked at what sure. happened in Calgary. And if it does work out, I don't think people really think enough of me to oh, yeah, but, I, but I remember Rangers fans today. TJ, you you underestimate people's pension for Pettiness. throwing things in your face. I was retweeting tweets from like two years ago today. Look, That's how petty people can be. Yeah, I guarantee let me, you. Let me ask you guys. Yeah, I, I, if I, I'm, I'm the heel, I'm the heel. It is what it is. Fire Zito tweet. Uh, I'm trying for, to think back. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Panthers at the trade deadline. Did they? Did, all those guys are still here, right? Yeah, they kept them all. We thought they were. They, they, they were signed Marshall, everybody. Right? And, and that, for and Nikita that, Gusev, that but that wasn't a trade. You know, you you trade, you know, you trade two second round picks to Calgary for a rental, and then you end up keeping the rental. I mean, well, he wasn't a rental because he was an RFA. And, 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 well, rental, but also with RFA rights, you know how NHL contract structure is. But Montour was the UFA that everyone thought yeah. rental, and that contract, honestly, considering some of the contracts right. given out this year, that Montour deal looks great. Looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean. It's going to be so fascinating to see the Buffalo effect in real time. Like effect Because no? we're going to understand, <laughs> based on how Montour performs this year, just how brutal it is to play in and Buffalo. And why it's so important yeah, for someone to get great. Eichel out of there. I mean, I'll say Montour has looked really yeah. good since camp started. Yeah. Like very consistent. Yeah. I'll give him that. I mean, Nudovar is. If keep mm-hmm. him on that second power play, he's he's gonna have a pretty pretty decent season. I like that decision, by the way, because it'll because weaker play is very difficult minutes on PK, and you know, and pretty much every defensive zone draw. So the fact that they're not giving him power play responsibilities, I really like that because at some point that guy needs to rest. One problem though, taking him wonder, off like, the power play or not giving him power play is what's going to keep him from winning an Norris. I mean. Keeps or contract down, contract down. Also true. That's true. You know, two that does come up now. in two seasons. Uh, who's that? Who's that? Weeks. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uyghur. Oh, Weeger. George was refilling. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I was just, yeah, I didn't, yeah, no. Weeks? Hey, listen. And that's the other thing. I remember talking to, to, to Bill. I was in Ohio last year when they got, you know, when, when Weeks agreed to the three-year deal and they avoided arbitration. And, you know, I said to Bill, I'm like, you got a pretty good deal there, didn't you? He's like, yeah, well, what'd you think he was worth? I mean, but yeah, you know, I think we, 
anyway, that bill, that we're, bill is. We're not going to run from eventually. the truth. <laughs> and we're not, we're not going to run from you the got truth. Two, you got, you've got two years like, left of. I mean, uh, I, I don't know about we, like you guys can own up to this as much as you want to, but I was. I was very much okay with them yes, trading Uyghur at that point. I think we all were. Except well, Jacob. I think Jacob was one well, of them. That's because well, the there's the philosophy of everyone's on the market, price, though. Yeah. I would trade anyone Every if man the does have his price. brought more value and back. You can list a lot of defensemen the Panthers have had over the last five, six years. Young defensemen that were supposed to evolve into something that didn't mm-hmm. end up coming to fruition. And Weeder is the only guy that's really taken that next yeah. step. So I'm fine with him getting paid yeah. whatever that he's getting paid at this yeah. point. But in two years, I'm not going to be surprised when he gets a, a pretty large offer from somebody yep. else. It, yeah. It's just there's going to come a time where the Panthers can't afford to keep some of these guys. And that's why you have to look at the Priskies and the Kiersteads and the next. The, the, the next, Ludvigs. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's going to be bad. <laughs> the Panthers have nine players signed two years from now. For a total cap hit of fifty, yeah, but Alex, the important thing million. is that Barkov is one of them. Barkov is one of them. During, but yeah, well, these are problems good teams have. Yeah, Let yeah us exactly. David, enjoy David that just, for a David second. Just stepped over what I was going to say, so thank you, David. I'm good stepping back. The synchronization is back. Sorry, George. Right. No, we. <laughs> There's we just, I mean, yeah, to, to David is absolutely correct. You can't keep everybody, and somebody is going to have to. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to get paid, and it just won't be here. And I think that. You know, right this second, I think in two years, it's probably going to be Uyghur. And if the Panthers are, you know, in, in, in a position to where they're playing for, you know, division championships and everything, you're going to see Mackenzie Uyghur, you know, player of that ilk. He's going to be your own rental. You're, you're not going to trade him for assets. You're going to keep him and, and you're going to say, hey, man, we'd like to keep you. And here's what we've got. And somebody else is going to come in with a with a much bigger offer, but that's year that's two years from now. But but yeah yeah. But he seems that to be two that two years that from candidate. now. Yeah. But for 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 right now, hashtag Frank Vitrano. But uh, continuing with that, I, I I I do see that. But also, we're seeing that players will sign for a discount when they can play for a contender, especially one in a state in the united states which has lower taxes than canada in general without a state income tax so there's a chance that Uyghur could stay here for, oh, for sure below his market yeah, value perhaps he's leaving i'm just saying that he he's the candidate just like david just said he's the candidate for you know at one point you cannot keep everybody i mean look at tampa they could not keep everybody um, yeah. As much as you would love to, and there's just some point where you shake hands and you say, "Hey, man, God bless you." You know, good luck yeah. in Anaheim. You know, that kind of thing. Think, I mean, think how many cab casualties the Blackhawks had en route to winning three cups in six years or five years or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, it happens. As long as you keep the band together and you keep that funnel of of young talent coming through, I mean, you can make something of it. Shout out Gustav Force. Blackhawks cap casualties. <laughs> Maybe not a cap yeah. casualty, but well, former I don't think, Blackhawk. I don't think, from I don't think Forsling ever won a general era. I, I, I don't think he did. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it was like 
the yeah. years immediately afterwards, I think he was involved. Panarin, I don't not. think he even won a playoff I think, series. Uh, his rookie year was the year that they got bounced round one by Nashville. Who what? Yeah, that because he that's only won the year, a playoff series with Columbus, went to the, the uh, Columbus went to the Blue Jackets finals. and lost to Pittsburgh. Columbus fans mad at me, but I'm pointing out that Panarin is only won a playoff series with Columbus Blue Jackets. Dude, Panarin so can argue that pretty darn good. Come on, come on. Panarin rules. He's Panarin is great. Maybe been the best Panarin, of uh, of that summer two years ago. Yeah, Panarin. Yeah, don't 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 blame don't blame. Some people will read into the subtext of what I'm saying, but Panarin is really, 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 really Panarin good. Panarin went to a Rangers team that nobody was looking to be a good fit there, and he's looked spectacular yeah. with that Rangers yeah. team that they're building around him now. <sighs> if yeah. only, yeah. And I mean, he's playing with like Ryan Strom, who's not a don't great sleep player. On the Rangers this year. I don't want to diminish him. <laughs> Uh, Panarin and Zibanejad. Too much of an extent, but Ryan Strom's not that good. Yeah, they, they, I like the Rangers in that Metro. That I mean, yeah, Adam Fox, Shostorkin, I really like. And I even like um, the other uh, goal. Georgia. Georgia. They have the best-looking goalie pads. I think he's good, too. I will give him that. Best-looking goalie set up. Alex, yes? Yeah, they're up there. I mean, I really like Knight's new ones. He hasn't worn them yet, but I really like those. Yeah, but Knight's new ones are stock. They're just colored. And the Rangers, they've got the custom graphics with like Lady No, doesn't he have the ones like the claw marks that that look like claw marks? What are you talking about? I haven't seen those. Knights Spencer just Knights wore the same pads he wore last year. Just yeah. instead of the instead of everything whited out in the three little lines, he's got the the area filled in with red. Oh, I could have sworn I snow. Come on, buddy. I could have Alex, sworn I saw David's gonna claw fight marks. you. Yeah, no, Come Dave, on, David, back up, man. Alex to a high standard with goaltending. <laughs> he's got to step it up here. Everybody Bro, loves a goalie be, fight, so let's let it happen. TP fundraiser, just get David and Alex in the ring. Oh, I will absolutely fight David at Incredible Ice. In our goal in year. full yeah. goal year, yes. No, for charity, yeah, for Rose, you wouldn't do that for charity. Okay, charity boxing actually with me, David. No, man, I'm almost forty. I'm not fighting anybody. I'm like thirty-two. Get out of here. You, you think we're taking off our gloves? No, we're gonna like do dance and hug and just get some and get free money out of it. That will donate to a shootout against you. We can get some people to shoot on us, and we can do goalie matchup. And I'm not fighting. Wait, come on, dude. How old are you? <laughs> I'll you know, go. You're I, I think we, we could get and a few civilians to just like snipe top cheese on. You Wait, George, which like one would you go to the shootout of the fight? What's that? Which one were you go? Did you say you wanted to go to the shootout of the fight? No, I'll fight. I'm, there it is. I got there nothing going on. That was not the question, but also. <laughs> oh my God, Panthers media slash content go. creator <laughs> charity boxing matches. <laughs> Throw, baby. Let's go. Okay, so I, I feel like I want to ask the question, who would have the like people in the Panthers press box would win a fight? But I feel like we all know the answer is Doug Plagans. Well, no, Ember's not in the I was going to say Ember's not in the yeah, press box. Yeah, I was going to say, does Ember count? Randy Ember's Moeller. Ember's not no, in the no, no, press Randy box. Randy But that would be a heavyweight Randy Moeller would kick everybody's ass in that Wait a second. Sean Thornton's in the press box every game. Mm. That's true. Yeah, but he's not in that, the media That's court. a very interesting contest. Yeah, Thornton's for an office. We're talking media guys. Well, what I said was people in the press box, and the lawyer was listening to that. Yeah, that's. I'm not fighting anybody. I I I, want to see Thornton versus Moeller, and I also want to see. I I don't want to see a boxing match between Doug and Ember. I want to see an arm wrestle between Doug and Ember. 
What if we get those giant boxing yeah. gloves, like those really huge, oversized boxing gloves? That'd be fun. Or David, what about the uh, what about the the sumo suits for the uh, intermission games that the Panthers use? Yes. Oh, well, I'm happy to watch it, but don't get. I'm not getting down there. I'm with George. Like I'll watch it. That's what do you mean fine, you're with but... George? George said he would drop the gloves and fight. <laughs> oh, I thought George was saying he wanted to watch the. Fight. I think he's like, willing to do both. Oh no 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 no! I'm in. Friday night, man. <laughs> I'll officiate. I'm sure Ian would fight. I'm ready to throw. It's been a long as long as, Ian as, as, would long as I get around against TJ. That's if TJ and I can go around. What? I think no, TJ, I think we're TJ. planning well, I, I, a celebrity is charity. This a, is this long-term angst coming TJ out? TJ is very widely. Look, I'll do anything for charity. I'll do anything for charity, though. That's that much is true. Are we raising money to fight we'll, each other? We'll see that that those limits this was charity. Tested. This wasn't just subtle scores, no, David. Yeah, we no, were this is just a charity this. boxing match among us and our friends, I guess. <laughs> I'm not making any commitments this deep into my adult beverage Friday night. What, but, what, are, what are you theoretically right, doing? So hard luck Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.